Justin and Greg Justin podcast. and Greg podcast. What are you doing? The Justin and Greg. I want to do the intro. You sound like you just woke up. I did just wake up. Why? I may have been up a little bit late watching a show on Netflix. Uh, we want to know which show. Uh, the Last Kingdom season three came out. So like Game of Thrones, kind Light. of. I would say Game of Thrones light. Because you're a huge fan of Game of Thrones, and I think well, it's I the most overrated that, show of all huge time. Fan. I just The production value for a TV show is over the top. Last Kingdom is Game of Thrones with uh, less production money, less uh, sex and nudity, less violence, and smaller armies. I'm going to guess less dragons, too. No dragons. Yeah, so come on. Why even watch that? Yeah, good question. But here's the thing, though. You're not the kind of guy to stay up late and crush TV, so I kind of enjoy this moment. This yeah. is a rare thing for me to come to work. Usually, you're a massive mess every morning. Well, because I I only sleep twelve hours a night with my yeah. daughter sleeping, yeah. and so if I don't get thirteen, things get weird in my house. Oh, you're a broken individual. Anyway, yeah. So I feel I feel actually I hear it in my voice the tiredness of having gone to bed at one thirty a.m. Yeah, but the truth is. We were in Las Vegas Viva last week. Las Vegas. That's actually a big part of my voice, too, because we screamed our ever-living faces off last it week. It was, go, Knights, go! go! So Knights, we've gone to go! Vegas. This is probably the fourth time for a guy, me, who's never been to Vegas more than four hours before. I've been four times in the same calendar right. year, which is funny because it feels like home to me now. Yeah, it it's a special place, and if you don't know, we didn't go to party because we go to Vegas like four times in a year to party. That That's not really Justin and Greg's style. That'd yeah, be no, funny. Yeah, just for clarity, if you're new to the podcast, I'm a terrible partier. Like the yeah. idea of me staying up past 10 o'clock in any time zone, you can ask Justin, he'll verify yeah. this for me. It's not it's not something I look forward to. Especially because you're actually a bit of an introvert. And so when we're doing our Justin and Greg bits down there and with people all the time, the last night we had like a meetup with a bunch of fans and we went and we did it. But I was so hungry that I convinced you to go out afterwards for some hibachi. Yeah, so we went out at 10 o'clock to this, actually this wicked tiki bar. Yeah. Golden Tiki, great recommend local Vegas people. Yeah, like incredibly cool. Like you walk in and you oh, think yeah. you're walking into some Disneyland uh, Tiki it was, room. It was it was wild and it was amazing with like awesome people hanging out. But then it's midnight, which for two dads, two dads that are leaving have to be up at yeah. seven a.m. in the morning. Six. We, no, we had to be at the airport for seven. I had to be up at 6 a.m. in the morning. Like, I'm not happy about this. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, hey, we're going for food because there was this place that had hibachi happy hour. Can you believe this? Like, hibachi, that's where, like, the, the Japanese style where they cook on the big grill right in front of you and the food is so good. They had happy hour after midnight. Thanks, Jesse Granger. Suck it, Granger. Uh, and so, so we, we did, went. We went. Yeah. And we it, went. It, and Gratton, it was awesome. It yeah. was delicious, but I could not. I could not remember anything. I was so tired. I didn't know where I was, what I ordered. Oh, can you I just imagine? wanted to be home. Of all the stories in Vegas, guys, you will not believe this. We stayed out till 2 a.m. Oh, were you guys like partying and yeah. getting... No, we, we were eating food from midnight till 2 a.m. Yeah, feel free to make fun of us because the <laughs> last time we were there, I remember this, we were in Caesar's Palace and we had to get up at 7 a.m. to go to the, the TV station. Yeah. And when we were leaving... Like we get to the bottom of the elevator, and sure enough, there was people just finishing yeah, exactly their nights coming in at seven a.m. Like we were on different worlds, a different track. So, I mean, uh, all the power to you. Anyway, how was Vegas though? It was, it was the, the coolest. The the I just keep adding in all these pauses because Greg tries to edit them out. You're not going to edit these ones out. Yeah, I will. What do you mean you will? Anyway, it was unreal. It like was, what a cool experience. It was. It was beyond anything we could have imagined, right. really. Yeah, in, it was in many, many ways. We went down there with kind of 
I think, two goals. One was kind of said, and the other one was a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. The first one was we had a meeting um, that we wanted to have a meeting with people. Very exciting stuff down in Vegas with a uh, big company that we're hoping to be able to do some stuff with, which is super cool. Hint. It involves NASCAR. Yeah, NASCAR. Justin and Greg doing a NASCAR. How much fun would that be? It's it's going to be insane. It's yeah. going to happen. It but is. then it's the good. other big thing we wanted to try was... I don't actually know the answer to this question. We wanted to do trivia. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you remember the big thing Sorry, that we wanted to do on the whole trip? I was stuck on Hibachi. <laughs> so my goal coming down there was... We had built this relationship with the Vegas Gold Knights organization to the point now where I feel like they trusted us. Yeah. So if you're new to this story, we started this this relationship out on a whim, trying to interview the pod, the the Twitter guy for our podcast, yeah. Justin Greg podcast, and it it fell into this amazing relationship of some back and forth content, a movement, if you will. Yeah, where we we kind of tried to get the Saskatchewan, our province, to adopt the Gold Knights, and it culminated last uh, last May or June with. Us, Justin and Greg, creating the intro video for Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final in Las Vegas. Yeah, played the countdown, 3, 2, 1, it's night time! Which, I, I don't think, if you've never been to a hockey game in Vegas, the probably the worst thing is if you've been to a regular hockey game in like Toronto or something, you're like, uh, who cares? But like, Vegas is a show. Vegas is redeeming the hockey experience in the NHL in every single way. We say it's the best show on the strip and we're not yeah. the only ones who say that. No. It is so wild in there and they didn't call the Backstreet Boys they didn't call Brittany and they didn't call Cher and they didn't call uh, Thunder Down Under. They called Justin and Greg. Which we're so humbled by. Yeah, it's so special. And people still tell us to this day that that, that video really got to them. And I think it should because it was from our hearts mm -hmm. to theirs. But I think what that video did in terms of our relationship with that organization is it built some trust. Absolutely. Because, you know, they took a big chance on two guys who make videos on the internet giving us NHL media passes, which means we can interview players and we could do all this stuff. And, you know, there are other people who have very much abused that privilege in the past. Think about that. You're an executive for a sporting franchise and two guys on the internet want media passes and you say, okay. Well, we didn't even ask. They just gave it to them, right. which is special. That is a massive massive risk on their part because we could go rogue at any time yeah you could say all sorts of horrible weird things or try and cut the way that somebody said something like you're not like media and they trusted us which was very special and has worked out well and you know we had the premier of our province which is like a governor um on our show and present him the idea and he didn't say no it's been it's been this this long long saga so all that to say, going down this time, what we wanted to do was... We wanted to interview the Vegas Golden Knights players to see how much they knew about our province, Saskatchewan. Yeah, which is a smaller province and many rural areas and small towns like uh, Elbow, Saskatchewan, Eyebrow, Moose Jaw, like fun stuff like that, but really, really like obscure stuff. And so we put together, I think we ended up asking them um, eight questions on video and they killed it. They, I was I was amazed. Now, full disclosure, they have a guy, Braden McNabb, who's from Saskatchewan. He's from a small town, Gervin, just outside of this Davidson town, which is still small. Yeah. And we think that maybe he gave him a gave, gave him some of the answers because we we really we really went for it. Here's a here's a small clip of what it sounded like. Okay, so we're here in the Las Vegas Golden Knights locker room, and there's been a lot of talk about Saskatchewan, Las Vegas, and that sort of thing. So we thought we would actually quiz the players on their knowledge of Saskatchewan trivia. World Championship snowboarder Mark McMorris grew up snowboarding on which hill in Saskatchewan? Well, it's not a it's not a hill because you're in Saskatchewan. It's flat. It's maybe like a, a dip or a valley, but Mission Mission Ridge. Yeah. 
We got it! What is probably the most famous Saskatchewan drink that we all miss so much? A lot of guys used to tell me when, when they were done training, they a nice Vico when they were done training. I mean, like, that's what they miss the most. <laughs> I, every day I think yeah. about the Vico. Every day it'd be like, workout, skate, Vico. What are the two national sporting teams in Saskatchewan? Uh, the Rough Riders, yeah. obviously, and the Rush. Gotcha. There you Can you believe they got them all Right. That that seems to be the only explanation that there could be would be that Brayden had to coach them, right? There's no other way. No, and I'm just, for me, I was shocked and stunned. Like, you can see it in my face. I guess you can't see it in the podcast, but the video on our Facebook page, you can tell I am blown away by the fact that these guys spent time learning that our provincial flower is the red western lily. Are you serious right now? Western Red Lily. Same thing. You don't even know. Same Nate thing. Schmidt nailed it. Anyway, it just cracked 100,000 views on Facebook, which is kind of cool. So, you know, that was a special moment, but that was the big thing. How do we get to do this this trivia down there? But meanwhile, we're at the games and different things, and then some other just wild and fun stuff happened. If you've seen any of our other vlogs from down there, there's this guy named Cameron Hughes. Cameron Cheers, he goes by on Instagram. The world's only crowd motivator professional igniter crowd igniter that's what it is yeah. yeah the only one in the world he flies all over the world people pay him to come and get their crowd lit up during a game and get excited and it, one it works yes and two every sporting franchise needs this no oh yeah he could be at every single sporting event on the planet and you would not tire of this guy's energy we had uh, we had drinks with him the night before the first game and then the game of he's like do you guys want to do a bit with me which is so stunning and surreal because i remember the first time that we saw him we're like this guy is awesome yeah was just like minds blown and then we ran into him in the tunnel I think the next trip afterwards just randomly ran into him downstairs and he had like seen something and we kind of hit it off a little bit and chatted with him to culminate where there's this bit on the big screen where the camera comes on Greg and you see Greg in the stands and he's supposed to get up and dance and to which he says no I, I, I'm not no, doing this no no he kind of waves his hand the camera moves over to me and I'm like me no no not me I don't want to do it and then it moves over and then Cameron's there and he basically does this bit where he, he takes off a shirt and he takes off a jersey and then he's wearing he can wear up to like 20 t-shirts so and he keeps like pulling a t-shirt off and there's another the same t-shirt underneath and underneath and underneath meanwhile he's just giving it dancing and we got to be on the big screen for that and then it only gets more surreal because at these games they have this 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 siren that they introduce people with every single period first second and third period to get the crowd fired up at the beginning of the period yeah and typically it's reserved for celebrities people people with a pedigree yeah like yeah. the the game kicked off that one with Jimmy Roenick I saw a lot of the acts in in Vegas like Carrot Top or the Backstreet Boys like they'll yeah. all come and do yeah, it they'll, they'll do it and for some reason in the third period my phone rang like five times and we were in amongst the crowd and I finally like could answer it I could hardly hear we need you at the siren that's like all I could make out I'm like Greg Craig! It was insane. So we we had to do this. Yeah, we ran up there with our friends, the, the announcers, yeah. Big D and, and Mark. How do you pronounce Mark? Chinook. Chinook, his last oh, name. Oh, man. And so it was fun. fun. It was fun. We cranked the siren. We had a blast. And we found out afterwards that the crowd really responded. Yeah, they. we were talking with uh, Johnny Greco. He's the VP of entertainment. And he's like, he's like, it's weird because, you know, people actually know you down there, which is the wildest part that we'll talk about in a minute. But he's like, when you guys were on the siren, he's like, you can tell the, how the crowd is responding to how much they know the people that are doing it. And he's like, people love 
love you guys. The feeling's mutual. Like we, oh, man. we say it all the time. It feels like home down there. I love being in Las Vegas, not for the strip, but for the residents because they get us and we yeah. get them. We can't say thank you enough because I know there are a number of people from Vegas who are listening right now. You guys make our lives so special when we're down there because we come home and uh, we get to be dads. You know, we've got our wives. I was doing laundry last night, folding towels. That's funny. So was I. Yeah, very exciting. Five stuff. loads of folding last night. <laughs> and then, meanwhile, we go to Vegas and people just like, they just fill our buckets so full. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And so the end of this story, though, after we came home was we wanted to do the Saskatchewan trivia because we wanted to put, put pressure on our premier to come down here because he had kind of flirted with the idea of like, well, maybe, maybe, maybe not. It's yeah. a decent idea. It has some merit. So we thought if we put pressure on him for this Saskatchewan trivia and the rest of the province falls in love with the Knights... I had no idea they're going to get all 10 right. That's amazing. Maybe that will be enough to push him over the edge to commit to doing something. Yeah, so that Saturday we get home and we had released the video on Friday of the Saskatchewan trivia. Was it Friday? No, it was Thursday of practice. Thursday we put it out later in the day, I think. And the video is just getting share and share and share and share and share and it's on Twitter and, and retweets and, and it's kind of like going nuts. And then sure enough on Saturday... He reaches out and says, okay, guys, Edmonton Oilers are my team. They'll always be my team and number one team. But here's how, here's the bet. I'm going to bet you that the Edmonton Oilers beat the Knights on Saturday night. Sunday night. Sunday night. And if they do, you have to wear Oilers jerseys down mm-hmm. in Vegas the next time you're there, which is like great because we're going to be there again. Or if you, if the Knights beat the Oilers, yep. I'll wear my Scott Moe jersey, that gainer or that chance delivered to me. Yeah. The Vegas Golden Knights flew their mascot up here. He had a, a jersey for the premier as well as for gainer, who's our mascot for our kind of uh, our football team that crushes. So the bet, how serendipitous is it that the Oilers are playing the Sunday night. His team is playing Sunday night after we get back on Saturday. It's wild. It's it's wild. But also, how how nearsighted was the Premier yeah. to make this bet with an Oilers team that's not very good this year? Yeah. They and just fired their coach yesterday. And they played the Calgary Flames, their, their arch rival, yeah, the, the night, night before. before. Who are looking very good. And I mean, the Golden Knights, I've been a little bit hot and cold. Oh, like, been, either they crush or they get crushed. They're Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. They're, they're, you have <laughs> no idea what you're going to get at this point in the season. Now that Nate Schmidt's yeah. back, there's some more stability. Yeah. But up until this point, you have no idea who's yeah. going to show up. So anyway, we, I remember watching the game and there's this guy who plays on the Edmonton Oilers, Connor McDavid, who is absolutely freaking unreal at hockey. He's the, he's the best hockey player in this day and age and will be for the next 10 years. And he scores like 46 seconds into the game and I'm just like oh no yeah it was tough to watch it was weird though in the middle of it so Edmonton scored and then we scored and my anxiety went down a little bit and then Edmonton scored again and I kind of came to this moment where I realized at the end of the day it doesn't matter what happens in this game right whether we win or whether we lose, the story continues because we feel like the story is bigger than us. Yeah. I mean, we we can't even explain how we've ended up in this place and all the opportunities and the random conversations that have, have led to this. It's like, literally, it feels like the just destiny that we're going to end up in this story finishing. We don't even know how. We thought it culminated last season in the biggest moment of our lives being on the Nitron in Vegas. And then the story's kind of picked up and continue. Well, lo and behold, the game keeps going and we start rolling. Yeah, we score like four goals in five minutes and we end up winning the game six to three and I am extremely satisfied. So we are losing our minds. You're extremely satisfied. I'm like, oh my goodness, this has happened. And meanwhile, on our Twitter family, 
is starts giving it to Mr. Premier yeah, they Scott are Moe. throwing some shade his way. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and in a and fun way. Mostly no in a really fun dis- way. Yeah. Actually, everybody was excited. Yeah, people were like, disrespectful. This is finally going to happen. Right, You've he, had this jersey for forever. Since like May of 2018. He's yeah. had it for a while just sitting there. So we actually have no context as to when or what is going to happen with this jersey. We just know that he's obligated to wear it. Yeah. And then I show up to work the next morning and you had texted me and said, hey, Premier's office today at 2.30, he's going to wear the jersey. They want to make a video. He pushed back his trade meeting to India, you know, prepping. They were doing prep for a trade mission to India to make time for Justin and Greg. And we show up there and he was he was so fun. Now, this is this is the truth. We walked in and he, lo and behold, he was on our show back in February and I gave him a tennis band. Yes. One which, of the very which few. Which is rare, right? Yeah, exactly. Only a few in the world. And he comes out wearing this tennis band, and I could not <laughs> believe it. He should I put this on? I'm like, are you serious? Oh, you still have this thing? Like, how cool is that? Yeah, you could see. I think I posted some photos on Twitter or... Yeah, I think on Twitter. There's some. You can see him. He's he's in his like full suit. Green tennis band comes out. Well, there's, there's the whole video where not only does he put on the jersey, which somebody commented on Twitter and they said, at least the premier knows how to put on a jersey yeah, properly. Yeah, they were really proud about that. And I'm like, there's a proper way to put on a jersey? I thought about actually this morning and then I realized, oh, I know what he's talking about. You, oh. you put your arms in first, then you put it over your head. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right? As opposed to put it over your head and then put your arms in. Okay. Okay. And so he's got the jersey on. He's making jokes. It's funny. He puts a tennis band on. We take photos. But then we ask him, hey, are you going to come down to Vegas yeah, with us? on the record. So we have no idea what's going to happen because he's not obligated to do anything. And if you know any politicians, especially ones that are running a province or mm-hmm. a country or a state or even a city, yeah. they're, they're quite busy. And there's a lot of rules about what they can and cannot do. Yeah. And they also don't really ever want to pick sides. Never. Because picking sides, you always end up alienating people. So for him to actually say, yeah, I'm going to take a trip to Vegas with you guys. Which is what happened. Which is what ended up happening. He said, you know, I've been talking with my wife. We'd love to go down. Will you boys come with us? The premier of Saskatchewan invited Justin and Greg on a on a trip with him to go see the Golden Knights live, probably early 2019, January, mm-hmm. February, and we're going to go watch the Knights pummel a team that he hates, probably the Toronto Maple yeah. Leafs. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll line it up around. Because he declared that now his number two team is, is the, the Knights. Vegas Golden Knights. Which is a huge step in the right direction. Oh, it's so, so special. And so, you know, this story continues, and we don't know what's going to happen. The NHL was just talking about doing an outdoor game here in Regina, Saskatchewan. That Saturday night, yeah. Elliot Friedman, he's a reporter for Sportsnet here up in Canada, said, the NHL is looking at Mosaic Stadium here in Regina for an outdoor game. And we just thought, there's no way this is an accident. We've got the premier on Monday wearing the Knights jersey. Yeah. And they want an NHL game here. Let's have a home game for the Knights in the stadium against who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Jets, we'll Flames, Oilers, whatever. We take all comers. And that would be amazing. But also, the end of the story for me is this. I thought about this again this morning on the way to work. Downtown Regina, and if you haven't seen it, we've got this massive space that okay. used to be a rail yard. Yep. Okay? There is a team of, of businessmen that want to build an arena downtown. They right. want to build an AHL, American Hockey League-sized arena. Which is the like league kind of down. NHL players. It's like, the farm team yeah, the for farm, the NHL. Yeah. And I thought, how amazing would it be with direct flights to Vegas if Regina hosted... Mm-hmm. And housed the AHL team, right, which right now is the Chicago Wolves, I believe, yeah. for for the Vegas Golden Knights. For the Vegas Golden Knights, and you would get to see some of those players coming in and out of there playing. You'd have the connection all the time. People would fly from Vegas up to Regina and still feel connected to their home because, hey, I'm watching the farm team yep. and I'm exploring 100,000 lakes. That's true. We have 100,000 lakes in Saskatchewan. Uh. 
We nobody's recounted, but somebody said we had a hundred thousand likes, and nobody wants to spend the time to count them out. Yeah, we think it's accurate. We also don't know. We were chatting about this in the premier's office. What what's a lake? We don't know. We we don't actually know what a lake is. Anyway, it's this has been just such a wild, incredible, bizarre story. But it's funny because maybe this is encouraging for some people. We didn't plan any of this. No, and that's that's perception. I think when people see a story like this and they go, they only see us on the Nitron. Or they only see us in the premier's office going to Vegas with him. And they go, wow, you guys are incredible planners. How how strategic of you to do this. Yeah. Or they think, oh, you guys just like just got lucky. And I don't deny that there are many things that have been wild and insane. But we also tried a boatload of things to be able to get here. And even the original video, we were talking about this. It was cold outside when we shot this first video that launched this whole thing. And it was so cold that the mic wasn't working and the connection to the microphone was sketchy. And we had to do the video like eight or nine times to get a full take. Meanwhile, it's below zero. We're standing outside, not in jackets, in jerseys. Nearly died, nearly gave up, but we we did it. And it was awesome. And then, speaking of just random things, we have a friend here whose wife, Allison, used to be in radio in Wisconsin. In a small town in Wisconsin. And lo and behold, her good friend, his name's Wayne, is actually Big D on the Golden Knights. Yes. And he's the in-stadium like he's the in stadium host now for yes. the Golden Knights. So when we did that video, she said, hey, Wayne, because she lives in Regina She's now. She's now in Regina. She said, hey, Wayne, you got to see this. Send him the video. He loved it and shared it no, on his Facebook he page. He thought we were making fun of them. But he, just, he, he loved the fact that they- Yeah, he, he did. Thought. He loved that we did it, but he thought it was a joke. He thought we weren't serious. He thought we were making fun of them. He shares it, and that's how it goes nuts. And then another story of the first time we were supposed to go down to Vegas, when we are supposed to have a sponsor, somebody said, hey, we're going to sponsor your trip down there, which for two guys, because we, just so we're clear, we have never gotten paid a dollar by anyone to do no. any of this. We have only spent a lot of money doing a it. A lot, probably more than I want to admit yeah. at this point. But so we're supposed to have a sponsor for this first trip. They said, "Yeah, we'll sponsor the trip." We we go to book the trip, and we're like, "Hey, we're we all good to go." Here's the plan. Nothing. Hey, just checking in. Nothing. And this is our friend. <laughs> like he's, a friend. He's a friend of ours who yeah. didn't respond to us for three weeks. Yeah. So we're like, "Oh, I think that he's not interested in yeah. in having this conversation." <laughs> We'll pick it up after the fact. Straight, straight go says. So I'm like, well, what do we do, Greg? You kind of feel like, I feel like we should go. It's what yeah. you were in the mode for. And I just had this moment while I was driving home from Swift Current, which is another small town in Saskatchewan, <laughs> with my wife. And it just kind of like hit me where you got to take a risk once yeah. in a while. And, and it's probably going to be okay. So let's just go. And so we booked the trip and that's where we got the first media passes of our lives, got into the you know NHL locker rooms and got a, a whole bunch of press around this whole movement. But if we had had a sponsor, they probably wouldn't have covered it because it would have felt like they were promoting a sponsor Absolutely. as opposed to us. And the videos we would have made would have been sponsored videos. Yes. And so that whole thing, we stumbled into it. And this, this whole story, you guys, is us, one, falling in love with a, a team and a fan mm-hmm. base. But at the same time, it's us just trying stuff. It's try, yeah. trying to tell good stories and bring fun and hopefully hope to people in the midst of all that. And at some point, if it all stops or turns away, yep. like one, we're still Golden Knights fans until we die. But two, like we're thankful for the memories. And and there's always a good story to tell. And I think that's kind of the story of Justin and Greg is what story can we tell yes. that will get people excited and remind them that there's more to life than the monotony that they're used to living in. Yeah. And sometimes we're just we're making up these stories as we go, too. It's not like we we had this opportunity where somebody phoned us and said, hey, we have NHL media passes for you. And we're like, fine, we'll make a story around it. We just we just tried stuff and made stories kind of out of nothing. And so... Yeah, and, and we would say things like, we went back for game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs 
and we won it. I think it was one nothing or something like that uh, against the, yeah, the Kings. Well, and people said, when are you coming back? And we're like, well, we can't afford to come back for a little bit. So we'll come back in the cup final. Believing in our hearts that we could make it, but not actually knowing. Yeah, that's like, that's a big, nobody was expecting that. And then sure enough, we go to cup final. I can remember when we won that last game. I was watching in my bed because it's late here, freaking out going, I'm going back to Vegas. Yeah, for Stanley Cup final. Yeah, and so like we could tell story after story after story about how this whole thing is so much bigger than us mm-hmm. and that we're not in control of it. No. We, we really feel like we're not in control of what's happening. We're just trying to be faithful to telling the story. And so we're going to be back in you know January, February with the premiere. Hopefully going to be back in March to do NASCAR, which will be a whole other wild experience. And if you don't know us, you would quickly learn that we're not NASCAR people. Uh, no, I drive a 2005 Hyundai or a Honda Civic. I, I drive a 2015 Dodge Grand Caravan. Now, I love cars. You do. I, I do. I love cars. And I actually... I actually, I love the for the first two. The third one, not so much. That's that's a dad joke, if I've ever heard one. It's pretty good, though. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Lightning McQueen. Uh, you know, I respect the sport of NASCAR, but I don't really know... I know a little bit about it, but the idea of you know nothing, but also us being put into that culture, which I think is probably um, way more stereotypes than actual facts. Absolutely. And digging into stories, like, people don't realize, like, people in the pit crew that, like, change the tires are world-class athletes, former Marines, like, intense people, and there's a lot more that goes on there. But if we can hang out with drivers, Justin and Greg doing a tire change-off against a proper duo in NASCAR? Could you imagine? No, I can't. I won't be able to lift the tire. I know that. <laughs> I have a hard enough time with my, my my Ford Edge tires, let alone like a real uh, thick one. Before we went to Vegas, I had to change my winter tires. I ended up having to call my dad to come help me because I could not get these lug nuts off. And I needed him to bring like this big breaker bar and use. He's a little heavier than I am. Just use some weight. And I'm like, I'm I'm in trouble here. Yeah, that's that will be a blast. But all of this to say, you guys, be willing to put yourself out there yeah. and take a risk and tell a good story. Yeah. The worst that could happen is it doesn't work. And if you want to see when it doesn't work, go search Justin and Greg, Jerry D on our Facebook page. Yeah, that's a good example. We tried to get Jerry D on our show. We He's wanted a big a, Canadian comedian. We wanted an interview with TV the guy. Star. And it went south fast. We invested 400 plus dollars in trying to get VIP meet and greet tickets to have a fun conversation with him. And we freaked him out. And he called Called security security on us us. and said basically like, if you sit there and try anything, you know, like there'll be no cameras. Don't talk to Jerry. Come sit in. We know where your seats are. You know, there's going to be no funny business. We're like, whoa, okay. Yeah. But for every seven Jerry stories, there's one Golden Knight story. Absolutely. And that to me is worth it. Just continue to try and tell amazing stories. And your life is a story. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to this, your life is a story. Story and you can tell cool adventures if you really want to. If you don't want to, that's fine too. But if you want to, find the courage to really put yourself out there and try. And when it fails, laugh. We spend a lot of time laughing at ourselves. Laugh when it fails. Oh, man. You didn't hear the part of the story where when the Golden Knights were sending their mascot up here to Saskatchewan. We got this phone call and said, hey, we've got Chance the mascot. He's coming up there. You guys can have two hours with him. So we call the premier's office. We cash in all our chips to get them to adjust their schedule to to make a press conference happen so Chance can deliver the jersey to him. We call the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. They get the mascot gainer you know, to come down and basically have this whole thing set up. We get all the media lined up. We have this incredible opportunity where so many people did so much to make this moment happen. 
And then we blew it because we forgot to ask the Golden Knights who were coming to Saskatchewan, where in Saskatchewan are you coming? Yeah, they just said they were coming to us, which they meant Saskatchewan, but we live in a certain city and then there's another city. And of course, when we found out why they were here, it made total sense, but we didn't find out till the morning of two hours to the press conference that they are a five hour round trip away from where we are. Oops. Oops-a-daisy. So I sent out a, a press release saying, oh, by the way, everything's canceled. Everything's <laughs> off. Thank you for your time. And the yeah. premier, basically, that, that's not a problem for him because he moves on. He's got a thousand things yeah. to do. But it also means we're not going to be able to talk to that guy for months yeah. because that story is dead and buried that, in that, his hands. That was an opportunity. Meanwhile, we're sitting dejected in our basement and go, well, what do we do now? And then we decided, let's just drive to that city, see if we can catch him because they had a flight to catch. So they were going back home. Managed to catch him before, picked up the jersey with moments to spare, bringing it back and... The National, which is the like the largest news broadcast in Canada. Yeah, probably. Yeah, picked up the story, loved it, and we ended up being on The National that night. All that to say, you have no idea no. what can happen if you just try things. And if you're willing to put yourself out there and fail and laugh at it and keep going, you might fail a lot like we do. Yeah, we a fail lot. a lot. But one thing I want to talk about quickly before we go is there's a perception around social media that everything's perfect all the time, right? Like, oh, yeah. wow, you guys are in Vegas again. Yeah. Oh, wow, you're at the premiere. Yeah, your life looks so fun. Right. And I want to like state on the record that there's a lot of trial and error. And I mean a lot of trial and a lot of error on our parts with, you know, it's not all it's not all glamorous all the time no. doing what we do. It is fun and we love it. But I never want to give the impression that it's easy no. or or we deserve it or yeah. anything like that. Like we we've made a lot of sacrifices for these stories. Yeah. And I'm thankful for that. Yeah. But I just want you guys to know that we're just as human as, as everyone oh, yeah. else is. And I think that's, well, when we meet with the fans down there, I think that they appreciate that and they connect with that. Yeah. But also we have days where we are in the depths of despair trying to figure out how we're going to pay our bills because we don't really make money doing this. No, not, not really. Like we want here and to, there, but we, we don't know. Yeah, we want to get there, but it, it's hard. It is very, very hard, but it's totally worth it. So thank you for being with us on this journey. Mm -hmm. We're brothers and sisters in arms, all of us. And I think the fact that, that we're human and people that enjoy the story and enjoy Justin Gray are human. I think that's probably our, our biggest strength yeah. is that we I have so. that that we're normal. So that's a different podcast for today. We're going to be back with like weird, wild, zany, typical Justin and Greg stories soon. But we just kind of wanted to give a recap of that trip to Vegas because it was special and it was incredible. And again, we just want to say thank you to everyone down there. Thank you to the Golden Knights organization, to the players, and most importantly, to the Golden Knights fans who have somehow wanted to share their team with us. If you don't understand this, Nevada has never had a professional team in any sport in over 100 years, or at least Las Vegas. Yeah. They have the Golden Knights now for the first time ever in over 100 years. And we asked if we could share it. Yeah. And they said yes. Yes. How cool is that? <laughs>